is chilling. Truth. And that's what I decided. I'm going to murder my mother. But I didn't feel that I had to face what I had done ever. He killed 33 times. I'm the king, man. I decide who's does what and where they do it at. So next time you see me, I will kill you. Welcome to the Chilling Truth, everybody. Uh, I'm Corey, and I'm looking at my buddy Johnny over here. Hello. Uh, and today, by a request from actually a friend of my wife, uh, her name is Morgan. Hi, Morgan, if you're listening. I know you are. Upon Morgan's request, I figured we would bring back the creepy Reddit scary stories segments or episodes we used to do a while back. We haven't done one of these in, shit, I don't know how long. We did Slenderman. We did a, I think we did a creepypasta before that. That was before Christmas, dude. Yeah, and the last creepy Reddit we did was probably like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, so it's been a long time. And we've come a long way since then. So um, today we're going to be reading five stories. Uh, two or three of them, I'm sorry, four of them are scary. And then one of them is uh, mostly just funny, but it's a little creepy, I guess, at the same time. So I guess I will start us off. And this one is about a ghost uh, that was haunting this girl's house. And it's pretty fucking creepy. So it all started about two to three years ago when we moved into our new house. The house was normal and we got it checked out for any rodent, animals, etc. The place was clean. It was a pretty perfect, small, but good enough for us. My, my room was down the hall, accessed from my mother's, which was right next to my brother and her boyfriend's son, son's room. Pretty normal layout. The only thing a bit odd was that my room was in an old laundry room directly below our pull-out attic entrance. I didn't really care, as we never used it anyway. So what was the big deal? Nothing for the first couple of weeks, but then it started. I began to wake up every single night, no matter the day. When I went to sleep, I'd always wake up around 3 o'clock in the morning. Give or take a couple minutes and I never managed to fall back asleep until at least 4 a.m. I had assumed it was my awful insomnia at work and never paid any attention to it. Sure, it creeped me out being, quote, the witching hour and all, but I didn't really care after a bit. Then it got worse. Now that I woke up every morning, I began to wake up in cold sweats, a panic, and having and have nightmares almost every single night. I can't remember much of them now, but I remember patterns and places. It always took place in my town, but everything was just slightly off and distorted. I then heard the scratches. In the walls, above me in the attic, and sometimes on the tile floor below the foot of my bed. If it was the floor or attic, it sounded like how a dog's nails hit a hard surfaces, or human nails clawing. If it was in the walls, it always, no matter what, sounded like a human clawing at a wall. I convinced myself it was a rodent, even though we just got the house checked, and I didn't care about it. Sure, only hearing it from 3am to 4am was weird, but maybe it was an animal active at night. Then it got worse. Scratches began to be accompanied by footsteps. Loud and clear steps. And thuds. People whispering to quiet down, or for me to wake up, or just incoherent from all directions. It got so bad, I began to put a pillow over my head, and when that didn't drown it out, I would stay up and read or do work. Then it got even worse. Shadow figures began to pop up in the doorway and would lead themselves into my mom's room. I'd spot them in the kitchen sometimes, but I blamed it on my lack of sleep. The noises eventually got so loud, my mom heard them, and when we both 
convinced along with some friends that someone had to be living up there. We called pest control to make sure it wasn't an animal, and with an empty attic it would be pretty easy to spot anything. We then called some friends to help search for a person, but like before, there wasn't a trace of life up there, and there wasn't a single way someone could get in. I used to sleep in my room and moved to the couch. It was finally quiet. I'd still see the weird shadow in my kitchen, but that I could deal with. I then finally worked up enough courage to sleep in my room again, and the first night it was normal, besides waking up early. Now, this next part may seem a bit random, but it connects later. I decided to take an old flower crown I made that summer and hang it on the chain that would pull the stairs down to the attic. It was just a random and goofy gesture, but I started having dreams about suicide after, and vivid imagery of a noose when I would wake up and look at it. I never saw it that way beforehand, but it freaked me out enough to take it down. The dream stopped, which was good. It might have been my paranoia connecting the chain with a circle-shaped crown that to that image, or something more sinister. At first I thought paranoia, but after a later incident I didn't think so. I eventually swapped rooms with my mom after that and everything stopped. Now, fast forward to last summer, when we moved into a different house, we now had pets, two cats and a dog. They all were absolute sweethearts, although one of the cats was significantly more antisocial than the other. For the first few weeks, maybe almost a month, everything was fine. That's when the dog started to bark at the air at the end of the two specific hallways, whimpering and whining, refusing to go near the end. I knew about animals and ghosts, but I wasn't freaked out just yet. That was until both of the cats grew visibly more protective of me and my brother, and all three animals began to act up in the hallways. I still didn't care. That was until I heard scratching at my closet. I gotta look behind me, this shit freaks me out so much. I gotta like check behind me, make sure nobody's there. I assumed it was the cat since he slept with me, so I was like, eh, whatever. Until one night after my sleeping pattern of waking up early began to repeat, I heard it. I sighed, turning to the right of my bed to see my cat staring at the closet door still right next to me on my bed, clawing at the sheets. My other cat slept with my brother, so it couldn't have been him. I turned on my phone's flashlight, but it stopped when I sat up. I didn't hear it after that, which was good. Fast forward about another week when I had a friend over. She was downstairs finishing up something like eating or cleaning a plate. And I said, meet me upstairs, and she agreed. I was in my room messing around my cat to see her bolt into my room with, an anti with my antisocial cat at her side. She was in a panic, and I asked what was wrong. She said the end of the hallway felt off. She felt scared, and it was like she saw something, but not with her eyes. I then blurted out without thinking. There was a man hanging from the attic, wasn't there? Our new pull-out attic was located next to my room at the end of the hall. She nodded, asking how I knew what... Something hit my floor and fucking freaked <laughs> this me This motherfucker keeps checking his shoulder, dude. Jesus oh, Christ. shit, man. This shit's scary. She nodded, asking how I knew what image popped in her head. Truth was, I didn't know either. But then I thought about the flower crown, the similarities in the images, and the scratching, the animals, the shadow people. It all seemed connected, but was it really? I still don't know if it was or not. I just know the theme of scratches and nooses stopped after the night, and my pets stopped freaking out, too. We later moved out of that house and not a single thing has happened since. My friend grew convinced someone was following me, living in my attic and closet. I think something was following me, but I doubt it was human. <sighs> that's a good one. That one's fucking, that one, that's a little scary. <laughs> yeah, apparently you're freaked the fuck out, paranoid. Man, I had to keep looking behind me. I heard like something hit my floor, like freaked me the fuck out. I had to like stop reading. Yeah, I mean, I think that... I don't know. I'm not a big believer in ghosts, you know? I don't really oh, believe yes, in ghosts. Oh, yes, that's the guy that was reading this and checking his shoulder every 15 seconds, dude. 
Look, man, your open I don't closet ghosts. is freaking you the fuck out after this little fake quote unquote story. I don't believe in ghosts, but I believe in people living in your attic, and that shit scares the shit well, out of me. Well, that's real people. I right? have an attic. Yeah, like you're not worried about ghosts living in it. You're worried about finding out that real people have been living in it and fucking peeking in on you. Yeah, man. We read a story about that with Creepy Reddit like years ago. Oh, yeah, that's 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 more of a – I mean, that's a realistic concern. I mean, but to read a story about, you know, spirits in the attic and you check in your shoulder. Well, what about you, Mr. Tough Guy? How do you feel about it? I don't have an attic. Okay, well, I'm saying do you believe in ghosts? Do you think it was a ghost? Do you think it was a person? No, I, What's I don't, the logical explanation? I don't believe in heaven or hell, man. I, I believe in energy, so a ghost makes more sense than heaven, yes. But – I'm not saying I believe in it. I, I just feel like I haven't seen enough evidence to think that the afterlife, afterlife is is among us. You know what I'm saying? No hell, no heaven, hell, Satan. Well, if you can't, if you don't believe in one, believing in the other is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Hell no, sounds totally just agree. as silly as heaven. Yeah, exactly. Hell sounds like a party. Honestly, I don't see how. I mean, I'm not gonna get. I don't want to get into religion because you know, if you're interested in Satanism, you can go listen to our Satanism episode that we did a while back. I mean, I think it doesn't make any sense that a person was following them around house to house and somehow sneaking into their fucking attic. I mean, that is some Ted Bundy shit. I mean, not to jump ahead, but that is some Ted Bundy shit. Well, that's some BTK shit. Yeah, but I feel like Ted Bundy would is just as likely to be hiding in a, an attic at a fucking sorority house. You know what I'm saying? Just waiting to fucking strike. Just waiting to fucking blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. What a fucking log in With people's faces. With a fucking yeah. log. If you're uh, interested in that, we also covered Ted Bundy a while back, and you can go listen to that episode as well. We're plugging a lot of our hey, old dude, episodes Dude, go check here. them all out, dude. Go fucking listen. To listen. Them all. So the next one uh, we're going to get into, um, it's a little creepy, but it is very short, so I'll try to read it in a mood that makes it last. I was home alone for a weekend a few years ago while I was still in high school. After school one day, I was driving home. And when I passed in front of my house, I thought I saw some old lady in white clothes in my sister's room looking through the window. I thought it was stupid. So I went in the room to check out what it actually was. But I couldn't find anything. I pretty much forgot about it until later that night. I got a call from a very panicked and scared neighbor saying there was some old lady pacing back and forth in my sister's room. I still have no idea what it was, and I've never seen anything like it since. Good. Uh, fuck that neighbor, dude. Leave me alone. Don't yeah. speak to me. Maybe, you're, maybe the neighbor me. was in on it, you know? Maybe. <laughs> there is his wife. Yeah, for years he's been, you know, uh, scaring the neighbors so they move the fuck out. You know what I'm sick of? I'm sick of this fucking kid driving up in his fucking Honda Civic with his music sold out. You know what, honey? Go get in his fucking window. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Go shut up. Go get in his window. I want you to just stare at him. And then when he goes in there, I want you to get out. And then he's gonna, I'm going to call him and be like, yeah, I saw an old lady. That reminds there. me. I did find a really cool, I don't know if you'd call it a meme. But it was a photo. Uh, so this guy, there was like a, he goes into explaining how him and his lady were having an issue late at night before bed. She decides, fuck you, I'm going to go sleep in the living room. So Whoa. then he has this brilliant idea where he texts her. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw this. And, yeah, did yeah. you? And he says, yeah, he says, look behind you. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And he fucking photoshopped the <laughs> shadowy figure. <laughs> Using the fucking video cameras in the house. He just so photoshopped the fucking shadow of picture. Yeah, but anyway. I never want to sleep on the couch, 
because of Richard Ramirez when he broke into that house and he killed the dude sleeping on the couch. Yeah, you're right too close away. to the access of the fucking home. It's kind of a weird deal. Right. You don't have time to react to yeah. anything if you're on the couch or you're half asleep. Someone barges I'm in. upstairs and in another room. Get my gun and then... Blah, 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 blah. Exactly. This is Texas. Is that what it is? This is Texas. Yeah. Is that what it is? enough gun sounds. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was good stuff. Yeah, I like it. Cool, yeah. We're a gun podcast now. I'm going to slowly turn into a beatboxing podcast. I'm going to have to do so much volume correction on this fucking episode. No, dude, I got the fucking diffuser, bro. Takes my peas and my bees out of the equation. Yeah, I'm good. People are going to be fucking blowing out their eardrums to see that shit. Are you ready? Yes. Is your mic muted? No. I'm going to hear all that clicking, but I can edit it out. It's fine. Yeah, I was sending an email to a parent. Dude, these fucking... We can get into it after the fucking podcast, but yeah. Crazy emails. Is it about your Mac? Nah, just emailing parents. <laughs> Last right, one. I'm going to go ahead and read. You can just keep doing your gun sounds. I can edit all of your stuff out. I'm listening, bud. Yeah, you do your thing. I'm not muted, but I'm listening. Go ahead. Okay, cool. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so much editing now. Don't what? edit any of that out, dude. People are going to take my gun effects, and they're going to use it in other material, okay? It's 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 really good quality gun effects, so just let it so go. So they're going to sample them for samples in rap songs? Oh, now? hell yeah, dude. They're going to be like, you know, throwing it in the background and shit. Wouldn't it be fucked up if that's how our podcast became known? Not all this extensive, long research that I do day and night, but because you made some dumb fucking gun noises and rappers started using it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But- I would quit podcasting. Yeah. I would quit. No. Forever. Dude, I'd keep it going. Okay. Dude, hey, we, we found our niche. We got to keep it running. That's how I see it. <laughs> I'm going to read the story now, okay? Yeah, yeah, go for it. <clears throat> me, 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 meow, wow, wow. Okay. Really, right. dude? Yeah. You're rushing me because you're ready. Now you're doing a sound check with your voice. Yeah. I'm a professional. If you're a professional, you'd know how to do a real sound check with your voice. Yeah. Red, yellow, leather. <laughs> What is, what is wrong with you? Dude, that's how you that's how you test your vocals, bro. We have spent way too long on me saying I'm going to read this story without actually reading it. Whatever. I mean, it was going to be a short episode anyways with these, so we might as well just fucking add our little crack in between. I think you just like making the noise. I kind of do. I figured. It's a little fun. It was near Halloween time when my friends and I were telling ghost stories. My friend said she was going to tell a story about her parents' first date. She said she didn't like telling the story since it was actually true, but we prodded her on. To cut to the chase, the parents had spent a nice, if awkward, first date, and around the time that they would have said goodnight, the male in the situation, my friend's dad, suggested that they go for a midnight hike up to Provo Canyon. He apparently knew the place since he had done a fair amount of rock climbing in the area. So the two drove up the, up the mouth of the canyon, got out of their cars, and started hiking under just the light of the stars, since it was a new moon. At some point, the male starts getting a, quote, bad feeling, since the pathway ahead, which would pass under some trees, would be dark, and because it was getting to be quite late. He ignores the feeling and presses on. In later rehearsings of the story, the female would say that she had felt the same feeling at what was probably the same time, though she didn't know the trail like he did. A minute later, the feeling came back to the male. He ignored it again and started walking a bit of the way into the trees when his foot hit something, quote, soft middle of the path. Under the trees, it was too dark to see just what this soft thing was. The feeling came back stronger than ever. Instead of finding out what his foot had bumped into, he and the female both agreed to hightail it out of there. Years later, after being married for some time, 
They were watching an interview with the serial killer Ted Bundy. In response to a question asking him to describe the time that he felt the closest to being caught, he explained about the night that he lured a girl into Provo Canyon and had just killed her when he heard some people coming up the trail. He explained how he hid in the trees just in time, only to watch some guy walk right into the body and for some reason just turn around and walk away. What? Fuck, I hope that's true, man. Why? That's intense. Why would you do that? Because it's scary. Right, but you're completely uh, disregarding all responsibility that you have as a as a Samaritan who finds a dead body. Like, what a piece of shit you are. He didn't are. know it was a dead body, though. He just hit something soft and felt a scary feeling and took off. Oh, so you're a pussy. Okay, fucking Rambo, what would you have done? Picked up the body, fucking turned it into a shotgun and killed Ted Bundy? If I stepped on something soft, I would look at it because I watch where I walk. And then once I realize it's a dead body, yeah, it's going to be freaky. It's not something I want to deal with. But ignoring it for a second and walking away so that you can sleep better at night, you're a piece of you shit don't pussy. You know what you would do. Hey, I've been in some pretty shitty fucking scenarios, and I've pretty much found myself up on top surprising myself on how I react. You know when I was 16? I pulled a 75-year-old man out of a flipped-over vehicle that was on fire. That's amazing. Yeah. I was like really 16, 17 years that. old. Dude, it, you have these... This, this fight or flight, you know, mechanism. And if you are going to step on something soft and then walk away and act like you didn't see it because it might be something you can't handle, fuck you, dude. Like, what a bitch. I agree. Do you? Yes. I, I mean, I feel like you don't agree. <laughs> I know, I feel you. I just, I'm not the guy. I don't know why you're yelling at me. Throw some fucking balls, dude. If I find out who the guy is, I'll make sure I give him your email. I mean, you want to be a, you want to be a big dick boy. You got to fucking act like a big dick boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's great. Okay, Moving so on. One more story. Online date gone wrong. All right, you ready? Oh wait, no, we have two more stories. Yeah, I got this one. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I thought we read it already. Okay, yeah, go ahead. All right. So <clears throat> to start, I'm a transgender woman. I'm single, and I make my status as trans very clear on all my dating profiles. Except for Plenty of Fish. Because they consider that to be talking about sex. And they will straight up ban you. So I state instead that I'm a huge proponent of trans rights. So this guy messages me. He lives about an hour away. Kind of cute in a mildly creepy way, like something seems a little off about him, but people can't help how they look, so I give him a chance, just like I would want. I discover he's a smoker, but he says he's trying hard to quit and only does when he's really stressed or upset. We have a nice conversation, and finally he asks for my number. And without thinking about it, I give him the number, but tell him I'm getting ready for my evening classes so I'll be slow to respond. A few minutes go by and I get a text stating, Hi, it's username from POF. Now usually I send a standard quick message that states, Hi, it's Allie. So just to be clear, since my profile might be a little vague, I'm a transgender woman. I know that's not everyone's cup of tea, so you're not interested. I completely understand. 
About 20% of the time, the guy isn't interested and gets rude and needs to be blocked and the other 80%, it's split between immediate inappropriate questions and dick pics, casual acceptance, or dead silence. But like I said, I was getting ready to go to class, so I hadn't seen the message yet. A few minutes go by and I'm about to text him my standard text when I get another text. Who the fuck is, full dead name, why is he paying your cell phone bill? Why did you even get that name? Where did you even get that name? And he answers the question, who is he? I'm honestly stunned at this point, and I realize he must have paid one of those shady websites that offer personal info for a fee. Well, if you must know, I say, I'm transgender, and that used to be my name. I was about to tell you when you pulled that stunt. Please do us both a favor and lose my number. That's incredibly invasive and I don't want to talk to you anymore. Do you still live at my address at the time, is what he states, in my hometown? I'm coming to see you so we can talk about this in person. I lie and say no, I moved a few months ago and I'm getting ready to head out like I said. You need to leave me alone, don't contact me again. He responds by saying, since you have something to hide, I'm going to run a full background check on you. You lied to me and I don't appreciate that. I respond saying, I'm sending screen caps of this conversation, your POF file, which is plenty of fish, and your photos to my two best friends who work in law enforcement in your town and my ex-boyfriend who I'm still on good terms with, who works for the local sheriff's office. Do not text me again. I didn't hear anything else from him for a few weeks. I made sure my doors and windows were locked and the aforementioned friends and ex would check up on me from time to time. Eventually, it just became one of those weird things that makes you laugh uneasily. And then one day I thought I saw him at the local grocery store. Same dark hair, thick glasses frames, and just a creepy guy staring at me, watching me as I shopped. I texted my ex about it. As an upswing on things, my ex and I got back together in a casual sort of way, and he stayed the night a few times a month, off and on. One night when I was alone though, I just kept getting this weird feeling and smelling smoke. I lived in a little apartment complex that were three separate apartments that shared walls, but no plumbing on, or air ducts. I don't smoke and I'm very sensitive to the smell thanks to asthma. The apartment had walls had a wall unit AC, so I turned it off since it was apparently pulling air in from a neighbor's guest who must have been chain smoking, I thought. I had an ASL video due the next morning, which is, if you don't know, ASL is American Sign Language, video due the next morning. So I was up all night practicing and recording the video, signing the same story over and over again until it was almost dance rather than narration. A couple of times I had to restart the video because my cat was going nuts. Finally, around 7am, I had the video finished and sent in, and was ready for bed. So I double checked all the doors and windows, were locked, set an alarm, and went to sleep. I woke up and got ready for school was running a bit late and had to hurry out the door, but I noticed something weird, but didn't have time to stop and register it. Classes went smoothly. I got an A on my ASL video, and I stopped for groceries on my way home from class. 
As I got home, I saw what had been bugging me. Each apartment had a small garden on each side of the porch. Mine was nothing but gravel and pavers the previous tenant had put in. But it was tidy, except for a pile of cigarette butts that looked like someone had dumped their car ashtray in my garden. And that's the rest of the story. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Apparently she came home from work. She's not a smoker. The guy's been stalking her, chain smoker, was open about it. She came home to an ashtray full of ashes and cigarette butts on her porch. So, this could have been some weird dude just creeping on her porch smoking cigarettes. It's a neighbor or a neighbor's friend or the weird guy. But I'd put my money on it being the dude that had been stalking her. Been the guy that was stalking her smoking cigarettes on her front porch. That is creepy pasta for this episode. Uh, if you want to continue to listen to this good material, you can follow Corey at How the Dads Chill uh, on his Instagram. You can follow me at Johnny Two Jokes, uh, and you can follow the podcast at the Chilling Truth Podcast. So, and you can follow that at any. Uh, podcasting platform you choose whether it's on your iphone which is that stupid little purple little icon app you can access us there we're on itunes we're on spotify i believe uh you just uh if you find a random crackhead suck his dick he'll tell you where to find us so thanks for listening everybody uh you got anything else Corey? uh no that should be it uh thank you guys for listening and uh we'll be back in a week with uh some more stuff for you guys all right in, in the words of my boy Corey, we will catch you on the flippity flip later <laughs> later say bye bye